I'm peeking. Yeah. I'm always peeking. You're always peeking. Hello and welcome to the Video Game of UK oh, podcast. Oh, what a saucy start. <laughs> is that saucy? Nah, it's oh, you're always peeking. Yeah. All right, yeah. My name is Simon Miller. <laughs> and today I'm joined by Mr. David Scammell. Hey. Mr. Brett Phipps. Hello. And a very special Video Game Community Club member, Alec Norton. Hello, everyone. How you doing, Alec? You all right? I ain't going to applaud that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey! Did we round of applause other hope, people? Yeah. I'm going to think we're being biased. Man, I hope well that doesn't screw the levels for anyone listening. Well, if it did, it did. Well, to be fair, I'm paying into your Patreon fund anyway, so any questions of ethics are out the window. Exactly. Yeah. Screw ethics. We're corrupt. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm having nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm joking around. Uh, so I don't know what everyone wants to chat about today. Obviously, the, we'll chat, you get to you eventually, Brett, so you can talk about... A lot of people are upset you weren't on last week to talk about The Witcher 3. Oh, really? Even though there was a video out there with you talking about The Witcher 3. Yeah, but yeah. We will, There's uh, another one now. Well, yeah, now you've um, whacked a score on the end of it as well. We mm. will dive into some Witcher 3 chat at some point. Um, mm. But Alec, I think it's only fair we start with you, as you've come all this way to uh, join us in the Video Game of UK podcast and it's basically an open forum you can chat about the witcher 3 you can chat about what else playing games this week uh, check a shirt you can talk about that if you wanted <laughs> um you can literally anything you want to talk about we will chat about with you do you have any topics you'd like to bring up <laughs> i did have a topic i was going to bring up uh you want to talk about with burns didn't you but burns yeah, here today yeah it's He's, a controversial one it's a controversial one that's gonna good. be the mayor of st neots again yeah, yeah. <laughs> tuesday is just mayor of st neots day <laughs> gotta go run a little town uh, go right. on, go be controversial. We're all right with it. All right, my topic is Metal Gear Solid 2 and why I also think it's a bad game. Oh, do you really? Oh, yes. All right, yeah. quick survey because usually Burns talks over everyone we do this. Do you, you I love fits. the game, yeah. What yeah. do you think about Metal Gear Solid? I think it's really good. Yeah, I like it as well. All right, so a good start, yeah. yeah. But this is good though, no. So why? Because I liked it most. I mean, it didn't really work for me because I played Metal Gear Solid 2 before I played the original Metal Gear Solid, yeah, which was be, stupid. Yeah. But and you that's... skipped all the tanker and you didn't know what was going on. Man, I told that story that And all the kids at school took the <laughs> like an old man as we are now granddad's telling his Metal Gear story again. <laughs> but that did obviously I imagine taint my experience of it somewhat because the original is clearly better than the second one but mm. I still think it holds maybe not holds up today but I still enjoyed it at the time so mm. why do you think it's terrible right the first thing to do I'm going to do a disclaimer which is I'm not going to touch on the plot because I don't mind that right. and I'm not going to touch on Raiden because I don't mind him Right. I'm mm. going purely gameplay aspect that's fair enough I think that's fair yeah. I like Raiden he's alright he's badass now Metal Gear Solid 4 like, saved him yeah just yeah. give him more and more well took away more of him and give him robots <laughs> yes. <more> <laughs> yeah. I tried Rising the other day just talking to Raiden very quickly good. I thought it was a bit pissed oh really I was, I was good. Yeah. Yeah. loved it though didn't I they? was they hoping it has big action moments like yeah. the scale is, the sense of scale is really good doesn't it have but, like Chop physics. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like, what Chop am I doing? Just, I'm hacking and it don't mean no, anything. Nowhere near as good as Ninja Garden or Bear that or anything. No, I didn't think so. And it's really yeah. hard as well. Because it came up on the PS Plus, was it? About this time last year, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was a while ago. No, oh, yeah. it was on PS Plus. On yeah, PS3, on yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, so I gave it a try because, you know, it sort of gets all the big sort of applause and whatnot on places like Why Neo wouldn't Cat. you? Yeah. yeah. Gave it a try and again, yeah, it's, it's just... It's all right, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's all right. Yeah. But compared to others, like Bayonetta, like you said, Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. league above it. Yeah. Well, I guess the fact that we haven't seen a sequel and those games keep on pumping stuff out, not yeah. Ninja Gaiden so much, makes me think maybe they knew it wasn't really their forte. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty know. gory, though. Is it? First 10 minutes, <laughs> blood everywhere. Chop arms off and right stuff, right? Big time. Yeah, that's okay. There's even blood that comes out of the, the Metal Gear and the mechs and all that, isn't it? Or like, it's like oil, it's isn't like it? Oil, but it's yeah, but weird. it looks gruesome. Secret mech game. <laughs> so, well, we, one day I'm going to do a whole podcast dedicated to Lost Fucking Planet <laughs> ruined my life back in 2008 or wherever it was no 2005 what am I talking about is it about? 10 years old it must be that's when the Xbox came out no when did the Xbox come out 360 2005 yeah 10 years we're going on a bit of a tangent Just anyway yeah, gameplay right. Metal Gear Solid right. 2 yeah, Metal Gear 2 <laughs> right we'll start off uh, with the setting 
Um, the the main setting, the tank a bit, I think that's great for the detail. It's a nice variety. Um, Miller doesn't know anything about that. Yeah, tanker. What oh, tanker? <laughs> it's just, just a bit in the trailer, Miller. <laughs> it's the bit that all the cool kids played. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, basically, the sort of big rig, the real rig section, it's the most bland, featureless thing I've ever played in in any video game. It's basically solid orange, a bit of grey, and it's a yeah. massive two-sided hexagon. It is a bit bland. Mm. I'll yeah. give you that. It is a bit like mm. an underground sewer or something, I guess. But, yeah. it didn't, but it didn't bother me, though. At the time, I never thought this is bland, mm. so I don't know why not, really, but you do make a good point. I yeah, think it, it felt a bit high-tech. Even though it was bland, it was like that futuristic, like the hexagons yeah. and yeah. all the design. It was Maybe a bit that's like... that's what it was. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I think at the, at the time, it didn't look bland, but looking, you know, now looking back, back with, it's yeah, like, you think... Because I played the HD collection every year, pretty much. You know, what? Where it's, since hang on, hang on. I go back we need to replay. focus on that. I, you know, there's certain games that I go back and replay, like Mario. I'll go back and I'll play you've Metal Gear 2. You've said this before and you've blown my mind. Metal Gear 3, I'll go Wait, back and what replay. what do you do? He spends his whole year replaying the same games he played last year. <laughs> no, no, no. Every year there's certain <laughs> games that I'll go back and replay, like Mega Man, Mario, and Metal Gear 2 is one of them. And yeah, I'll go back and so replay. So once a year, I don't you play Metal Gear Solid 2. I'll put a good like 10, 15 hours into each of these games This is amazing. I used to do that with Legend of Zelda for a time. At Christmas, I'd always play it. But that was. Not one, not loads of games. How do you get the time? It's only, well, it's only like three or four during the summer drought or something. But we haven't had much of a summer drought this year. So, but yeah, Metal Gear Two is one of them. Like so. like to worse than that. Every year I replay Mist. Oh really? Yeah. Do you right. really? Yeah. yeah. I've never I, played Mist. Think about. Honestly, mm. I know the puzzle solutions by now, so I get through it. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just enjoy the ambience. Yeah, that's and the, the thing. atmosphere. It's like the atmosphere for it. Okay. Mm. I think you make a fair point yeah. about Metal Gear Solid Two environment, but for whatever reason, it never really weighed heavy on me. It didn't really bother me at all. Next thing I'll go on is the actual stealth gameplay. Um, I can play through it and not have to worry about stealthing at all in it, which isn't good for a series that's got the subtitle Tactical Espionage Action. You are right, but that is why I like Metal Gear Solid, because I hate stealth games where if I screw up my stealth, that's it. Yeah, I get absolutely yeah. ransacked. And we, one of the reasons I always warm to Metal Gear, because it does go a bit like, you know, I'll just go kill everyone, it's fine, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whereas something like... There's a locker over there. What's a super <laughs> stealth game where you just cannot... if you Well, The Order. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, Burns playing... Was it, was it Castlevania 2 for review? And there was a stealth section in that. Castlevania 2? When did this happen? Like 1987? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no it was a Shadow 2. There was a Shadow 2, sorry. Steve Burns reviews Castlevania 2. And there was a stealth section in that where if you got seen, you got kicked back to the start and it was so I remember him screaming and hearing him and it's that sort of thing like you say he does make uh, I don't know he struggles with stealth sections. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Like he'll go, oh, I got thrown back to the beginning. And really, it should only take you about two minutes. And it'll take him about half an hour. around in plain sight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Those like game ending stealth sections. Like I don't need it. Just, back. But then again, if you've done a lot uh, of people like that stuff. Yeah, there needs to be sort of a balance and that sort of thing. I just think Metal Gear Solid 2 went a bit too far in the opposite direction. Mm. Like one and three, to play it all in that sort of, yeah. not quite casual, but it works. Two, you can literally run around the whole thing Walk out of room, you're fine. Sort of one like Resident Evil style, once you leave a place, then you're then safe. It, it pretty much resets. I mean, yeah, yeah there's sort of like the, what is it, European extreme difficulty and stuff where it's a lot more vicious, but mm. it's the sort of thing where you're playing on normal difficulty, you should be getting the adequate gameplay with that. Mm. Right. Couldn't you argue that with a lot of stealth games, like Splinter Cell and Hitman, and, and like Hitman encourages you to play it different ways, but like Splinter Cell, you could probably just shoot your way through, couldn't you? I, it's I been a long so. time since I played it. Yeah, but, it, the, but... Point, the, the point that Alec was making, though, is that when you left a room, it, like in Resident Evil, once you leave a room, the zombies can't pass transition through, and there's a lot of instances in Metal Gear 2 as well where once you leave... That's it, pretty much. You know, unless you're on the really hard difficulty, 
the Splinter alert cell timer will drop as well. Does equip you with loads of gadgets as well. Yeah. You're encouraged to kill people, I think, in that Splinter game. Splinter Cell, yeah, exactly. It the last one became a shooting game. Was, like, was it yeah. uh, Blacklist. Conviction? Blacklist. Oh, Blacklist, yeah. Conviction was before. Conviction was kind of like the gateway one, and then Blacklist, like, oh, I don't give a shit, kill everybody. <laughs> was this the one where it's like, like putting like, the mission objective in the game as well, like as you was crawling that in? That was Conviction. The, yeah, yeah, I really like But that. like Pandora's Tomorrow and the original, I think, were quite stealth heavy yeah they were but yeah. I don't know whether you could still go in shooting people but I think you think. could I think you could still shoot you out of situations I think I say that now you're wrong you're yeah. wrong was uh, Blacklist the one that started off with an entire military base getting blown up oh yeah it's great yeah. <laughs> I remember the when only we... man in the world that liked Blacklist remember right we, yeah. when we played that do you remember we did a video on that and I wasn't no, I a fan don't. of it and you liked it and I'm like Miller what is this <laughs> and then I and then I went and played a few hours of it about a year later yeah I actually thought it was okay. It's great. It's 24 the video. It took a game. while for me. Yeah, that yeah. was it. As soon as I accepted that, yeah. I think I enjoyed it. But I was I was thinking of it as a sort of stealth game because a lot of their messaging was oh, going back to our oh, roots. No, yeah, they, and that was wasn't bollocks. the case. Yeah, but yeah, it was better than 24 the game, which takes <laughs> <laughs> a lot for me to admit. <laughs> no, I I, I, I liked Spinning Cell Blacklist. I thought it was okay. All right, Alex, do you have? I think you have more. Yeah, a couple of points. Yeah, go go rip it. The aiming, it's. Bloody awful. Oh, That's the control. Yeah, terrible. we have to push yeah. like L1, R2, wiggle That's the stick. three buttons. X, X, three, four buttons. And if you are trying to do a sort of stealth playthrough where you're doing like the tranquilizer darts and stuff, you have to get a headshot on that. It's damn near impossible to do it the first time around. Yeah. Mm. It's just, it's that sort of thing that if it's a core part of gameplay, it needs to be done like tightly. They get it right in the next couple of games, mm. but in that case, it was sort of the first one where you had the proper sort of first person aiming and all that. Yeah. But, doesn't excuse the fact that it's just crap. No, I, I still don't know if they have got it right, you know? Like, I think that's the one area where I'm concerned most about uh, Phantom Pain because mm. Ground Zeroes uh, was still a little fiddly yeah. when it came to controls. I remember especially. getting mad at the controls a little bit in Ground Zeroes. Mm. I really exactly. like Ground Zeroes at the same yeah, time, though, as well. The thing oh, is... it's a challenge. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. The controls reflex. should feel intuitive. They <laughs> should feel like you're thinking about what you're doing. When you got spotted as well, because that made it... That really brought it to light. You know that thing where you got, like, a split second once they see you? slow mo Yeah, where you get to trank them or kill them just before the the alarm goes off. Yeah, I thought that, that really, was a really nice touch. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. But it, but, but it does bring the limitations of the shooting mechanic to light as well because when you've got that, you know, that, what's it, like trigger, you know, you've got to really be quick on it and then it doesn't work there as well. So you're right in that regard. It still hasn't quite got it. Thanks I very guess, much. I guess that's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> Shut down. Yeah, I guess that's it. I think we all agree with you on that one, Alec. Keep yeah, going. Right. Keep. I right. like this. This is good. Next, uh, the swimming section. I remember that. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. You don't remember the swimming It was like half of the Was it like game. the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Nez with where the hardest conversation of all times? You, you tell, um, what's her name, to listen to your heartbeat and all that bollocks. Where I she's don't got, remember this. She's gone. Got, are you joking? Where there's bombs in the water and all that. Are you serious? <laughs> what's her name again? Uh, so, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. How can you forget it? What's her name? Uh, it was Otacon. I replay it every year. What is her name? Let's call her Little Miss Otacon. Yeah, Otacon's sister. Yeah. There we so go. So Little yeah. Miss Otacon tells you to go swimming and she monitors no, your no, heart no, rate. No, no, no. You, you have, have to, to go yeah. get her from the basement uh, where it gets flooded and then she gets stuck and then she okay. says, I can't swim. So you've got to drag her through the water. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And she can't yeah. hold her breath That sounds at all. like a great change of pace. Yeah, yeah. Does it? <laughs> I think you're talking bollocks. <laughs> That's the thing. You, you have to go in to find her first off. It's this swimming section with all controls. It's a zoomed in first person perspective and there's mines that you have to dodge. That it you does can't sound like Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that sewer level. And um, then you have to go in, find her, swim back, and then you have to go back again and then get her and drag her out again. You have to go through this 
I think your lung capacity is like three times the size How of hers How far into well. the game is this? Like, it's like the third seconds. act. Yeah, it's like the beginning yeah. of the third act. Wow. Do you remember that bit where you go and watch her with the sniper rifle and she walks across the bridges? The only bit I remember hating about Metal Gear Solid 2 was when you do that weird Metal Gear fight and you're in some weird virtual reality world with... Do you remember yeah. that? And you're yeah. jumping around. And that as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, okay, we'll wait for that. <laughs> Should that we go bizarre. back and replay them all? All the before five. Why not? It makes a lot of Should sense. Should we do a series? Even if we yeah, just that'd do like be an good. hour of each one. That'd be yeah, really good. Yeah, why not? I think you we could cut it do down. This. To be fair, you can do Metal Gear Solid 2 in about an hour. So. Oh, look, more oh. shots, mate. Oh. Let's do that. I like this. Let's start it so it can, you know, when it, the game comes out, that's when we yeah, do the next. Yeah, but make Burns play all, through all of two. <laughs> you may, I ain't doing it. <laughs> this is Twin, twin yeah. Snakes. Everyone hated Twin Snakes. Wow, I, I wasn't really that bothered. I, I thought it was Twin Snakes. I thought it was the quality. I understand people sometimes. That oh, was like, a remake. I, that was a proper remake. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember that bit. So I can't really come on. But fair enough, we'll oh, take it on so board. It's so terrible, your memory blanked it out. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Like the, uh, the beginning of the game that Miller didn't play either. <laughs> you want to stop rubbing it in? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Wait till I'm really old. All right, next stop, uh, the bosses. I oh, here we go. I no, I, this is going to be a, a riot now. Yeah, I, I don't think any of them match up to any other bosses in the Metal Gear series. Um, Fat Man... Fat Man's what? great. That's when he's on the skates, right? His name is Fat Man. Where he hides all the bombs around the oh, tankers. Like that that was great. Yeah, that was good. That was, uh, I just thought that was one of the most annoying boss fights I've ever had. <laughs> oh, no, it was great. Especially <laughs> when, most boss fights are annoying. I was like, were you speaking to the bomb expert and he's hiding in the... Oh, it was so good. you got to run around the cell with him and there was that one where you had to see it in the mirror in the reflection. Wasn't the vamp fight good as well when you're in the swimming pool? Yeah, vamp was good. Wasn't that I, good? No, I thought that was just generic shoot the bad guy, dodge the attack pattern sort of thing. It wasn't really what Metal you Gear wanted Psycho Madness didn't you everybody wants Psycho Madness yeah. Yeah. but I, I think every boss in the Metal Gear series has a great character to them that's the thing in yeah, every Metal Gear true. game they've got that's such true. a unique personality and in yeah. 3 as well but you know yeah. even in 2 they're really good like so I include like characterisation and whatnot into the plot stuff didn't have a problem with all that mm, it's just yeah. the actual oh the actual, bo- the actual yeah. mechanics of do them. we count the weird sword fight at the end as a boss fight unfortunately mm, that's yeah. bizarre that was that was so the last hour of that game is nonsense yeah well it's all cutscenes as oh, always, yeah. it's a Kojima game. What's the other boss fights? I can't remember. Uh, the ones. Sniper Wolf was the best one in the whole series, the first game. Yeah, I did yeah. like those. Because it was so simple. Yeah. And you were there for like, hang on, my mic's gone. <laughs> you were <there laughs> thinking, what do I do? And it's like, well, I've got to go back and get a sniper rifle. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? That yeah. is great. Oh, that or the end solid. in, is it? Is the end the name of the sniper in three? In three, yeah. Yeah, that or the end. The sniper fights they do are the best. They've, there's got to be one in five. There has to be. The end was okay, just had that novelty of... Uh, if you hang around for a you, bit, yeah, if he you leave dies. He just dies. Leave it on for a week. And That's just what everyone it. remembers about Dies that. of old age. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's stupid, but it's excellent. Like, it's yeah. the little touches. It makes me happy. Warm inside, like a hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't there some girl boss in it? Yeah, well? uh, Fortune. Um, that, that, that's that. the one that I thought. Yeah, where ha- she couldn't ha- be hit. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I thought had a little bit of ingenuity to it. Because yeah. you think it's a boss fight, you've got to do something to actually take her down. Where the actual, uh, I don't know if it counts as spoilers, being 15 years old. No, yeah, if anyone yeah, gets mad right. about spoilers, then go away. <laughs> but yeah, you don't actually attack her. You basically mm. have to wait it out. You think you can possibly, like, maybe sort of shoot down lights, try and hit her with that sort of thing. Doesn't work. You just have to sort of survive for two minutes. Mm. Is that so. the character with the rail gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't remember that, the weight on, but I Yeah, that, 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 was, that was the only sort of plot point regarding her that I thought was a bit stupid on Kojima's part. Cause she had that basically sort of thing that stopped bullets flying at her. Yeah, like that, that she didn't field. know about. That was about the size of a brick mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not notice that if you're some sort of trained specialist? Yeah, you know what you're. Like when you is. go to bed and you think, why can't I take this off? Oh wait, because it actually protects me from yeah. everything. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, uh, and I, yes, that Metal Gear Ray fight. What a well, load of bollocks. That I agree with at all. <laughs> but there was no sense of, am I progressing? Am I doing this right? Am I getting anywhere near finish? I mean, it was just nonsense. Mm. I hated that. You're thing. doing those stupid flips across the screen. Yeah. Oh, bad. It's, just like, bad. it's all like in Metal Gear Solid, you get the fight with Rex, and even though it pretty much stays stationary the entire time, it feels like everything's led up to that. It's a great big showdown between mm. you and the monster machine. It's a great fight. And then Ray comes along and just goes, oh, we're going to throw 12 of them at you at yeah. once and, mm. you know, try and get through it and we'll interrupt the fight of the cutscene. That's the thing, you don't yeah. even kill it, do you? It just stops no, after a while. Mm. Yeah, it's oh, disappointing. Boss fights, though, are so good in Metal Gear Solid. I'm just thinking about all the ones throughout the whole series. Like, yeah. when you fight Cyborg Ninja in the, in the first one, yeah, it's but so good. Metal Gear Solid 4, when you fight the other Mantis, so I can't remember the I name. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Four, fours, yeah. It was in four. It's, they're all, like, personality vacant um, yeah. cyborgs, aren't but, they? Oh, of course. Yes, yeah. Four is so good for its variety. Yeah, the, yeah. When you're on the motorbike and then you walk around that town in the rain, fuck, <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> Everyone gets mad about Metal Gear Solid 4. I'm not so, a fan I know of you're not. It's so good. I, it's, so, it's so different. It, well, it I, I is like good. It. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. say I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, I know am, you mean. But you're it's not. not yeah, I, yeah. I think I it's one of the weaker ones. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's the best, but I enjoyed my time a bit much more than two. So. Do, you, mm. you, do you think three is the best? Because most people say three is the best. Um, I'm torn between one and three, to be honest. Okay. I think I think three gets it down for sort of feeling more like a covert mission type thing. I think one it was that sort of special moment in time, sort of it, it's, it's a very good memory, sort of that PlayStation era. Yeah, just got that little bit more of a tug on my heartstrings. I'd agree mm. with that. Yeah, yeah, that that just says exactly. Do you have any more Metal Gear Solid two points you want to discuss? The only one is one you brought up, the sword. Well, they throw that in at like the last half hour of the game. You had no training with it whatsoever. You expected to go through lines of enemies and then fight the final boss of it as well. Yeah, things that they ran with it, didn't they? With the later games, I mean, yeah. you got Ryzen and you give him the cyborg. Well, it's at the end so. of four, isn't it? When we t- last week when it's a beat 'em up. I just think Kojima likes throwing yeah. in curveballs at the end of his games. Well, it becomes track and field at the end, don't it? Before. <laughs> Does it? We got a button mash to get him up to the. Oh, uh, that's reactor. excellent! That bit when he's crawling. Yeah, we're oh, still tracking that's, yeah, true, the game. that's incredible! Yeah. Like that, everyone nicked that. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. even <laughs> Gears, nicked that. But no, that's awesome. That. Oh bit. yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad, but yeah, it's it does change. Genuinely emotive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 I um, I've lost my train of thought. But I like four. I like mm. that bit. Uh, but yeah, he, he did. I was ending his games weird. I can't yeah. remember how the first one end. I just remember. Uh, well, well, you're. Uh, isn't it the fist fight on the top of the middle? Yeah, So that's a bit out of nowhere, right? It's not something you've done throughout the rest. And the problem is because it's such a limited. CQC of course because 4 is a nod back to that yeah it's a bike chase I remember I remember well there we go I think they're fair points I just don't think they're things that particularly I mean when did Metal Gear Solid 2 come out it was 2002 wasn't it so I was young and stupid probably because the first was 98 wasn't it yeah 98 and then I think it was about 2002 Roughly the same time Final Fantasy X came out, so I traded oh. Metal Gear Solid 2 for that. What oh, do you think of Final Fantasy X? Well. Do you like Final Fantasy X? Not really. No, I hate Final I, Fantasy X. I, I got to, was it Lightning Planes, where you have to dodge the lightning and all that, and I thought, fuck this. I can't remember that. I hate yeah. that game so much. I know every time I say this, people get so mad, but mm. I can't help how I feel. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I feel, isn't it? Um, well, I think it makes some fair points. I definitely think Burns would agree with you if he was here. Mm. He, he yeah. seems it, to have similar... It did sort of steal my thunder with that Vice article about a month and a half ago. Well, I, you know... I, I say he nicked the idea from me. We'll say I that. I can say that because he's not in the room. Yeah, he nicks a lot of stuff as well. <laughs> For the record, he doesn't. He may do, I don't know. I don't know what he does in his spare time. Maybe he's a thief. 
Maybe he's such a good enough thief you haven't noticed. But yet. exactly, yeah, he's good at his job for years. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Any new games you've been playing, or maybe? Well, a... say, uh, as I mentioned, sort of, I've moved house recently, so I've not been able to play that much. But yeah. I've been getting through uh, Bloodborne uh, about three quarters of the way through that. Yeah. And also gone through with some friends on all the uh, GTA Five heists. Now that they're finally. Oh here. really? How are yeah. you finding those? Um, I've enjoyed them, but I don't think they were completely worth the wait. Oh, that's interesting. Why not? Mm. Um, it starts off really well. Sort of the first couple of high sets of missions, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of variety in there. There's some cool moments. And you get to ones where, um, I won't sort of spoil it, but a returning character from the main game comes up, gives you some missions. You think, oh, this is going to be sort of the real crazy shit coming up now. Mm. And it's a load of bland sort of, es- well, not escort missions, escort and sort of um, moving stuff around. And then it ends quite abruptly. And it's of a disappointment oh, okay. I mean they're never going to be as good as the ones are they I don't know before I say this I haven't played them are they as good as some of the ones in the single player because uh, some I, of them are excellent I, mm. I think a couple of them sort of match the single player level ones yeah. some of them don't and sort of the end bank heist it's over once you've done sort of the prep missions the main thing it's over in about sort of 20 minutes it's a whole lot of build up for not very much hmm. you're in the bank you're See, in the bank itself a grand total of about five, ten minutes, the rest of it's just running away from the cops. Yeah. I love GTA five and I'm replaying it at the moment, I PS4, as you know. Man. And yeah. and I enjoyed the heists. I thought the heists were a great addition to that series. But I've totally not been asked to try the online heists <laughs> at all. Yeah. I can't be bothered. I have people ask, you know, you're doing some heists and that I'm like honestly, I don't know if I can be bothered. I think I'd be like you. I don't know what would tempt me to do them. Yeah, I mean, sort of myself, I, I got myself and three friends. We basically said, right, every either Sunday or Monday, we will spend heist a couple day. of hours. That's heist evening. Mm. And that way we can work our way through them. It works quite well if you do it sort of as a campaign, basically. But I can see sort of dipping in and out of it. It's not really something that's going to be mm. grabbing your attention. Yeah, online thing. stuff hasn't grabbed me at all, to be mm. It never honest. does with Rockstar games. I think mm. it's because they create such a compelling single-player experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so much out of that. I'm like, I feel like you've given me my fill. I don't need to get anything else yeah. from you. And the thing is, well, when you play single-player, you play it when you want, whereas when you've got you've got to book in to play online because you've got to do it with friends. You've got to make sure that everyone's on ready on time yeah, to do it commitment whereas, there, yeah exactly you've got to commit to it this is crazy yeah. but I think I actually preferred Watch Dogs online stuff <laughs> really <laughs> yeah no, the hacking thing I did the really whole, like that you have people jumping into your yeah. game and, and you have to find out who they are and where they are yeah exactly that was great sort of hide and seek thing, thing. Yeah. Yeah. that's a lot more inventive great. and yeah. it's a lot more yeah. sort of off the cuff which I think I prefer but I would like but this is the thing I'd like the idea in theory of the heist but I'm like you Dave I can't imagine why I would sit down I don't know, do, I just, I just wouldn't. I just no. wouldn't do it. Yeah. Maybe if I had a proper core group of three or four friends that we could do it regularly online. And you know what? Last gen, I probably would have had that. I was at that age and mm. we sort of played Battlefield and all that sort of stuff together. But I don't know. Now it's sort of changed. I don't... Yeah. I'm playing Maybe less that's on, a personal situation. I'm playing less yeah, player players now. Yeah. Other than yeah. Call of Duty, which if I load up, I load up to have a few games of shooting people in the face. But that's random people. I don't yeah, play. exactly. I don't really play much multiplayer stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, for me, sort of before... So heists and the return of online for GTA. Last thing I played was Destiny. Again, yeah. average sort of game. It was good because I had regular friends to play it with. Yeah. Since then, I've just been focusing on the single player stuff. There's yeah, not really anything that's grabbing me. That's interesting. Mm. Is it a lot of kids that play online stuff? Is it like late teens? I would guess so, yes. Because mm. they've grown up with it as well, haven't they? I know we grew up with it as well, but like, if you're sort of... They got all the free time. That's their social side. Yeah, if you're 16 now, I imagine Facebook and online gaming is just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why, why wouldn't that be a thing? Where that kind of old. came, in, it's true though. It's the fact. It's the fact. Like, yeah. cause like Facebook, especially. That's right. You're gonna get a talk about Facebook. <laughs> but it's true. When I went, this is a couple of Christmases ago now. But I remember my uh, young 
I can't remember what they were, cousin, niece, whatever, you know, one niece, that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> a distant relative. Secret <laughs> mech. <Well, yeah. laughs> a distant relative would check Facebook literally every 30 seconds mm. because it, that's just what they did. And that to me was so alien. Yeah, yeah. I remember checking Facebook once every couple of days because just like, well, I'd see what's going on. But that's just what they've brought up with. It's like how even people like my brother on YouTube is television well, to they, him. Exactly, it's the same it's thing. Not, it's not even, he doesn't watch... No regular TV, it'll just be YouTube and yeah. that'll be it. And then whether he's subscribed to, that's it. It'll go through all them. Whether they've newly uploaded, that's it. <laughs> Done. This, this is the old man section of the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. I remember a friend asking me, "Are you on Facebook?" I was like, "What's Facebook?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> these days, yeah, they laughed at you when you weren't on it. To hire you and I remember when the concept of Twitter was first told me. I was like, "That makes fucking no sense whatsoever." <laughs> yeah. And I signed. I didn't know what to write. Yeah. I was like, now I write, "Fuck the world, fuck everything." I don't even think about it. Metallica done. Yeah. Retired. Yeah. Retired your Twitter account. So I do think that there will be. I'm not necessarily. I think online gaming is probably a bit less. I think it depends on the game and the appeal. Yeah. But I do think that like, if you're of a younger age group, you will that just be something you do. Let's go online and play some games. You've got just, nothing else to do. No, because when I first went to play online games on PS2, I had to go out and buy a 49.99 network adapter, shove oh, it into yeah. the back of my PlayStation 2, wait 40 minutes for the actual thing to start working. By then, you're like, I'm going to go outside. I remember buying SOCOM when it came with the... the headset yeah, and the adapter and trying to do the, the voice commands with that with my accent <laughs> and that shitty headset no didn't work with your accent what are you talking about it couldn't understand you my accent was worse back then as I well. don't think that was you that's the go game go on how did you I, sound I, go on fuck off not doing it that's, that's how you sounded <laughs> jeez what a rude yeah. sound you were <laughs> honestly it was terrible to be fair I think if your accent is anything other than American you're always going to have a problem with yeah, that, that sort of thing. I even I even resorted to trying to speak in an American <laughs> accent on the thing as well Open that as well. you're an embarrassment you shut your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think a big problem is that there's not really been sort of a big multiplayer game to grip people I agree yeah, Destiny mm. was meant to be that thing it wasn't mm. um, Titanfall's yeah, Titan sort of it's got players Titanfall's dead isn't it Titanfall's great I'll have nothing said no bad there, words there, said about Titanfall there's still a community for it much more than there is for Evolve at the moment, we'll say that much. Yeah, I want to talk about Evolve. Yeah, it's not even making the top 100 sort of played games on Steam yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So it was Take Two's investor call last night, right. their earnings call. Mm. Yeah, they and announced, just real quick, they announced WWE 2K16 and it's on old gen. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. What well. the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so. You, is that a problem for you? Right. Yes, because science. eventually they've got to they've got, right. You know, WWE games have been the same for so long, and that's fine. A lot of people like them; they sell very well, which I get. But surely, at some point, this is the same with THQ beforehand. This yeah. is nothing. This is to do with Ukes more than anything. If we about to say got, you, it's to do with me. Do? You, yeah. At some point, they've got to go right. We've got to change it up because mm-hmm. no other game will get. It's like 12, 13, maybe fifteen years of the same game. Yeah, but is it because they think a lot of sports? gamers maybe casual gamers as well and therefore they have an yeah, upgraded broadest market of yeah. WWE's fan base I get that but I think they have to be I do agree they, with they've you got they a, need they've to move got, on yeah, they've got to grab the situation and drag people with them much yeah, like yeah, Warner yeah. Brothers are doing or I mean, CD Projekt Red for another example they probably could have released a Witcher on old gen mm. I mean to some degree mm. um, it probably wouldn't have looked NBA as, as well where they sort of they take the they take the new gen, make it a whole new engine, make it look spectacular. Yeah, exactly. On, that's yeah. what well, I That's interesting because I don't think they've announced whether that's coming to last gen yet. Whereas they really? have WWE. Right. right. So I interrupt you anyway, Dave. So yeah, carry sorry. on. I your... can't remember what we were saying. I'm so the sorry. Cool. But I was so evolved, passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, evolved. Evolved. Yeah. Cool. So they announced that they'd shipped two and a half million units. Ships, not sold. Right. I don't know. Is that good? That to me doesn't seem like. 
It was on three Amazing. consoles. No, it was on more. It was on everything, wasn't it? It was, it was on old consoles. It wasn't well. last gen. It wasn't last gen. Yeah. Okay, sorry, my bad. And so, how did, did they, they talk about it though? Around the number, what did they say? They said it had done better than what they'd expected it to do. There was still, I'm paraphrasing, but there was still high consumer engagement. People were still up for it and playing it. And I had a look, quick look. Like you said, it wasn't in the top 100 on Steam. Like, I don't know personally anyone who's still playing Evolve. Like, no. I, mm. It just seems to me that it came and went and, you know, it was surrounded by controversy with the DLC, which didn't help. Yeah. Um, I but I don't know. I don't think it has the lasting appeal that they're making it out to have. And I they're like, saying that people are liking the DLC. Well, it's like, well... <laughs> we, I mean, we, with us, we love I'd the like DLC. to know who that great. is. Yeah. Really, I think Evolve's main problem wasn't that it's surrounded by controversy, it's that it's surrounded by boredom. It's just... Well, that's, did you well, play Evolve? I, I um, played on a friend's console. It's like, had an hour's fill of it. Because you didn't like done. it, yeah. It was just, mm. uh, I, I was sort of reasonably excited for it up until sort of everything started coming to light with the actual gameplay. And I just thought... It's all right, but I'm not going to pay £50 and however much on top of that for a season pass as well. It's, just, mm. it's not worth that sort of money. It is a game that probably live or die by its extra content as well, mm. given the concept's very simple. So you yeah. kind of need stuff to inject into that world. I wonder if the beta actually put people off of it when they thought... I, I, put, I, I don't like remember. you say, they put an hour into it and I'm like, well, how much? Well, what else is there? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing online a lot of people sort of saying, well, sort of when the beta came out, if this is it, do I really want the full thing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's an odd one, Evolve. But they still say it's a key franchise for them, like long term. And I don't know. Like... Well, I like Turtle Rock. Yeah. I think Turtle Rock, good studio, and they seem like nice guys. That's a weird thing to say, but every time I see them in interviews, yeah. they're very nice people. <laughs> but They got frustrated by the whole DLC thing. You I can imagine. That. Yeah, yeah, that's um... true. They didn't handle that necessarily very well. But I do, I don't know. What do you do with an Evolve 2? I mean, what do you literally do with it? Like, do you have to change the concept entirely, though? In terms of, it's still four v one, but do you have to put it on a know, grander scale. You kind of do, and you don't, because it makes no sense. But if you told me the concept of Left for Dead, and then mm. said they're going to get two games out of that, I go, "How the fuck do you get two games out of them?" And you play Left for Dead, and you're like, oh my god, this is brilliant! Mm. You can easily do that. But Evolve kind of has the same thing for me. But now that I have played it, I'm like, I don't know what you do yeah. for a sequel to justify yeah. whacking a two on the end. Mm. I think one thing they need to do is all. Address the balance between sort of the hunters and the monster because it seems sort of like it either goes swings completely one way, mm. sort of whichever team you're playing that's getting the upper hand. There's never sort of back and forth between, yeah, the which two. is what you need. It needs to feel tense and yeah. exciting, which maybe it doesn't. Yeah, if, if you've got a good team, they can get the monster sort of down sort of within those first sort of couple of segments of gameplay, or the monster can basically sort of trash them, sort of well, not trash them. I think the core concept is they sort of hide away, build up the points, come back at like level three evolution and mm. uh, there's not much gameplay involved in that I, yeah i just found if you were a hunter i was so bored like just running after a monster that just disappears into the distance like, yeah I, 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 we had a big session on it once didn't we i well, can't remember what yeah. it was for now well, it was for, for me, on for it, me too yeah, i was working really, on the review weren't I? Never I don't think it did video. i don't know quite what happened there. that was weird that was i enjoyed that though that was that was fun mm. but maybe it's because we're playing it with you guys That's the thing. rather than because yeah. i was reviewing it and we needed to try and get some sort of I wanted to try and see how it felt playing online with strangers, playing alone, and playing with a group well, of I friends. I think it did go up, actually. It did go did up. It? Yeah, yeah, it did. It I'll did. tell you another multiplayer game. Sorry, I don't know. Are we, are we doing a whole podcast? What are we doing? I don't know. No, we've got about 10 minutes left. Because I've got mm. as much time as you want, but it's up to you. Uh, well, I mean, as a little uh, window into the video gamer world, today's nuts in Video <laughs> Game UK. People are sick and people are away, so we are going to record the podcast in two bits today. But no, we've got about 10 minutes for All right, fine. Uh, a multiplayer shooter hmm. that I had... Not written off, but wasn't interested in it at all. I thought it looked a bit, not sure. Splatoon. Now, this is interesting. Yes, it is interesting. We can talk about this, by the way. Pre- oh, we can. Pre- we can talk preview, in a preview sense. Well, that's right. fine, because last, maybe even some point in the last month, as a Nintendo fan, I said I wasn't sure about Splatoon. 
And now David Scammell and Stephen Burns have told me they're quite like the two. Stephen I'm in your Burns, boat. of I'm all people. Stephen Burns. Of all people. A game when you're a squid. <laughs> <laughs> a colourful Nintendo game. I mean, his, his quote, what was his quote after the Nintendo Direct? His tweet? I don't or, know. Oh, something. Something like Nintendo's games for, I don't want to repeat it actually. No. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah but he I pretty mean, much dug himself into a very deep hole and now he needs to borrow someone's shovel to get back. Steve was playing it and he was saying to me, Dave, I actually quite like it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Steve, you've gone mad. Yeah. So I went and had a look and watched him. And what he was doing, I was watching, like, are you, Steve, are you okay? Like, <laughs> this looks really, all you're doing is just spraying the floor. Yeah. Like, it looks really dull. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, 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 give it a go, give it a go. So I tried it. And you know what? He's right. It is really good. That's <laughs> astonishing. It's yeah. completely, and I've only played it for half an hour, 45 minutes, and it's completely changed my opinion on it. The mechanics work really well. It's classic Nintendo, isn't it? So We're the going way, to play, aren't we? And just mm, see if... It, the way that you play... It's almost a stealth game. <laughs> Hear me out. It's what? Brilliant. Hear me out. The way that you play it... Metal Gear 6. You paint the ground in your colour, or the walls, whatever, and then you can jump into the ground and move quickly across the and map. That's how you refill your ink as well, yeah, isn't it's it? Also, yeah. and, uh, but you can sneak up behind people, kill them, Carry on painting oh, the so ground. they can't around. see you once you're in the paint. I think they have some sort of indication, but you're not as obvious as you are if you just walk around. It's like you get a drone in Call of Duty. That right, kind of I thing see. Where you get a highlight, but you're not 100%. I tell you what, I walked out of there, pre-ordered it. I, I mean, really that's, that's it. a ringing endorsement for a video game. <laughs> walked out and walked into go slap money on the table. <laughs> went, give me Splatoon. I don't know how it happened, honestly, because for so long, I remember when it was E3 last year or whenever, and we were all like, <laughs> really? But <laughs> you did that to him, what a space. <laughs> Just stood in, front, stood in front of Wedgie, like, wah, wah. It was one year, I think it was one month. They pushed it really hard along with Smash Brothers. That was last year. Yeah. And uh, I played uh, it last year and yeah. I wasn't sold. Neither, so. you know, we were all just watching. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Don't get it. But when, <laughs> now that I've actually played it, this sounds crazy. But now that I've actually played it and spent some time with it, I think it's... I'm just picturing Dave stood at a I booth am... where the developers stood around and just going, this is shite, mate. <laughs> I am still worried. I mean, it's an online Wii U game, yeah. which is not, you know, necessarily indicative of mm. major sales. But um, I don't know. If the community hangs around, it might be quite may, good. may do it. Alec, what's your opinion? As a, as a man who hasn't played Splatoon, what do you think of Splatoon? What's your opinion of Nintendo in general, actually? Um... <clears throat> I'm not a mega fan of Nintendo, but I do enjoy the sort of stuff they put out. I've got some of the previous consoles. I've not got a Wii U yet. It's one of those games, one of those consoles where I'm waiting for the games to be there. Yeah. And then I'm going to buy it in a big sort of burst. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of games on it, though. There are. There. It, I think sort of, if I can get enough money, I think I'll definitely be getting one by Christmas. Yeah. You're, you're going to do it where, like, once the console sort of reaches the end of its life cycle, see they Are we not already there now, now, though? I think we yeah, are. Yeah, but I think I'm might not sure I'd buy a Wii U now. But it might be one of those where you buy it once it's nearing its end and you get all the library and it becomes like a... What if the NX is backwards compatible? That's a good point. That is a good point. Will it be, though? I don't know. I just think it's... The thing is, though, with the Wii U, you've got the Wii as well, because it is backwards compatible with Wii software, isn't it? So, you know, you're still getting... And we was back some power with GameCube, right? I think yeah, it was. Yeah. See, they're, they're All right, so it may be probably worth How far back can they go? Yeah. Well, I know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think the NX needs to be a retro console. Well, that's it, yeah. first party if, stuff. if the NX ends up being this sort of super, it plays everything that Nintendo's ever done sort of thing, I'll fork out for that. As it stands... I'd pay a thousand yeah, I was pounds. Say, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people will. I'd give them my face. Yeah. <laughs> N64 <laughs> slot on the top. Oh. Um, pick a kidney and you can have it. Exactly. Well, that's Splatoon, though, in specifically. I mean, you've um, seen it in passing, I guess. Well, yeah, when I saw it sort of on the E3 coverage last year, I thought it looked interesting. It was something different and new from Nintendo. It wasn't sort of a shooter with, say, Link or Mario sort of 
splattered on yeah, top yeah, of yeah. it. Mm. Um, and sort of as times progress, I've gotten more interested. And then sort of this recent bout of press coverage, it seems like it's actually a decent game. And you know, it's something that I think I'll as and when I do get a Wii U, it's something that I will actually pick up. Okay, mm. well, there you go. So it's not like out and out hate. Most people, some people look at Splatoon and go, nope. So yeah. I do think there's a lot of like overblown stuff. Like some people talking some people, about it. It's like the it's Call the next... of Duty. Like I've seen yeah. that nonsense. I've seen so. something that you know, how it completely changes multiplayer shooters and all that sort of thing. I'm not sure that's the case. Yeah. But I just think it is, it seems to be a fairly solid yeah. online shooter yeah. at the moment. Dave's right so. though about it being so dependent on how the, the Wii U like the community there well, responds like all to games it. like that like yeah but Call the thing of Duty is thrives because it's community even if three percent of the install base buy How and maintain that figure no just a, ran, just a random number <laughs> brett does marketing for this <laughs> yeah <though>. but i <laughs> mean still plays Call of duty now that's enough on ps4 that's still enough for you to play it whereas that you can't really say the same for wii u it's no, a lot you need harder a very very high percentage exactly. of the people that bought wii used to like 50 percent of people bought what was it mario kart and so, and that is still not a great, not a, a four huge million, number. Yeah. six million, something like that. I don't know who the audience is for it. Like yeah. I, I get the impression, like it'll appeal to our sort of, you know, us people yeah. like us. But at the same time, I do wonder if they're aiming for a kiddie audience as well. Mm. There's no voice chat, so maybe yeah. that's to appeal to parents. Mm. Yeah. As much as you get critics going, it needs voice chat. I think that's a very conscious decision to protect kids. I don't know. No. You've got to wonder, why on earth does all that, stu- all that stuff that was in the gamepad, why did it get thrown in? Like, there's a camera, there's a mic, and none of it gets used. Oh, talking of the gamepad, when, <laughs> when Burns first started playing it, it was really weird. So oh, the, yeah, the yeah. the controls, you look left and right on the right stick. Oh, that's right, yeah, it's all back but to But you look up yeah. and down on the gate by tilting on the gamepad. Yeah. And yeah. me and Burns were sitting there like, <laughs> what has happened Nintendo what are you doing it's like they've thrown a gimmick in that completely destroys the game we were you like turn it off though, if you, you can't de- if you can't yeah. disable that yeah. that's that game ruined it's really weird it takes you through the tutorial with that stuff go to the option screen turn it off yeah, afterwards of course it does what? I know this is a podcast it's audio but when Dave talks into his mic he looks like a Mortal Kombat character because I can only see his eyes <laughs> and he's got the thing over yeah, his he really does, does. Like it, it hurts yeah. my nose when I talk in the podcast because really oh, you really push up against the thing don't you you have to make love to these microphones Ali you had a point i thought you wanted to make um yeah uh, in sort of direction to splatoon being targeted kids i think one thing where it might actually sort of not garner as many sales as it could is because of the fact they it hasn't got a recognizable character in it yeah that's the thing the characters are so generic generic. yeah there's no one identifiable is there they're all basically the same with just a different t-shirt or something like that there's, there's a lot of sort of well not quite as many as there was in sort of the wii shovelware days there's still a lot of sort of games aimed at kids mm. um, that just have generic, colourful things on there. I don't know yeah. what's going to make sort of typical mum pick up Splatoon over something else on the sort of shop shelves. Maybe the and amiibo. That would be the question. Maybe the amiibo might help compensate for that. They've got the, you know, that could That's be another nice. thing that helps I push. I think you're right. I think there's yeah. nothing where they go. Oh, that one looks. I that recognise looks him. Good. That's that plumber with the moustache. Yeah. I'll buy yeah. that for little Jim. Imagine that, like in Punch Out, they put Mario as the ref. Imagine Mario is like just somewhere in that game. And that was how they did it. <laughs> I would imagine that Nintendo, in the sort of dream world, see this as their Mario Kart for the Wii U. Do you remember Mario Kart just blew up on the Wii and became this huge thing where people would buy it and they have no idea what Mario that Kart was. Mario. was. Car 8 though wasn't it yeah it was yeah oh you mean the last one sorry you think it did yeah it? yeah didn't that do the same for what? Uh, I, well I mean it didn't blow up you know they didn't do crazy numbers I think they think that Splatoon is this new thing it's multiplayer it's exciting it's family friendly and they want it to do huge numbers mm. I think they've had Who a strong knows? year I think it's been the best year they've had Mario I think Kart, the Wii U Smash Brothers and, and is a solid console I think if you don't mm. want it by now I don't know what else they could do really it's yeah. a lot of good, good well it's a classic Nintendo it's got the good Nintendo games on it where's it? Zelda mm. That is the real question. Yeah. Where is Zelda? Not getting this year, are we? Now, no. it's next year. Star well, Fox is not this year. Be next year, 
No, it'll be a DX launch game when it is. DX? Oh, sorry, NX. NX. Sorry, NX, NX launch DX game. DX is better. For now, it's called the Nintendo <laughs> DX. That's what we're called Dicks it. for sure. Well, <laughs> we got to that point in... <laughs> Dicks for sure. <laughs> it's a longer word. It's the Nintendo Dicks. <laughs> we'll get to Nintendo Dicks soon. Maybe E3. They said they're not going to announce it, but you don't know until E3 is out of the way. Uh, we got to that bit in the podcast, though, where we turn to Alex. Thank you very much for coming all this way to be on the Video Gamer UK podcast. Is there anything you want to pimp out? Maybe you're selling a house. That you <laughs> <laughs> um, I meant more like Twitter handles or anything right. like that. Anything you want to say, you now have. This is your moment. You can do whatever you want. Right. You can find me on Twitter at Alec. Do you mind? Nice. It's a rubbish username, but it's what I have. Uh, everyone's Twitter handle is rubbish, yeah. especially oh, totally. Brett's. Brett's is the worst. <laughs> I also put up intermittent game reviews and bits up on alecdoyoumind.wordpress.com. Nice. But due to the fact that I don't have an internet connection at the moment, there's not been very much going up on there. This That's right. You'll have your internet connection back soon, though, won't you? Yes, yeah, so, so I'll start posting up stuff there again. So alecdoyoumind.com, and you can get your opinions on all the games. All the games. Like It's, it's the definitive source for well, video game reviews. Some games. Now, you've got, you, it's the internet. <laughs> you've got to lie on the internet. And then comments will come and tell you you're an asshole. That's, oh, that's, that's how it works. That's, that's, oh, the, wow. that's, that's the uh, structure we've all decided to go yeah. with. So we plan <laughs> regardless. But seriously, thank you very much for coming, uh, for coming all this way to see us. And thank you very much for supporting the, the Video Game of Patreon. Pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. That's all right. And uh, right now, some magic's going to happen and some new person's going to pop up in the seat. I don't know who yet because we're recording the rest of it tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> Just breaking all wow. the rules. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall. That's Miller. what's happening, I know. I'm going to miss you if it's not you. Uh, no, it should be me. Oh, will be you? I think so, yeah. I thought you said a mysterious person. Did I just make that up? Am I going I, crazy? I, 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 I meant in, in the fourth out? chair. I don't the know what chair will be a mysterious person. Oh, the person. fourth chair. Yeah, yeah, no, I I'll be I don't know here. what's going on in my brain. Honestly, I'll, I'll be here. I won't be here tomorrow. I'm at work. You know? Oh, yeah. But so you, will you'll, I. You'll always have these memories. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> <laughs> and magically, we segue into the second part of the podcast. And even more magically, two people are completely changed. Stephen W. Burns and Jim Trinker join the Video Gamer UK podcast. All right. Chaps, how are we? Good. Saw, yeah. a, saw a graphics card yesterday. Was it sexy and exciting? <laughs> I'm not sure I can really talk about a lot of it, but there was a moment when they removed a uh, like a throw or whatever was over the top of it. In fact, I think it was that casing, that anti-static shit you get <laughs> when you buy it in a box. And I was like, you know, when they pull the tarp off a car, and yeah. like, wow, that looks amazing. But when you scale that down to a graphics card, it's not. <laughs> Not quite as... Not uh, exciting. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, but interesting. June 1st, that's when I can talk June about. June the 1st, Steve Burns will talk to you about graphics cards. <clears throat> but something we did say we're going to talk about, we're now looking towards Brett Phipps, mm-hmm. and we can have, what, like I said earlier, what everybody wanted last week, and they're getting now, <laughs> and there's a video that they could have looked at. The Witcher two, 3. Two videos. Uh, two vid- yeah, The Witcher 3. Now, you've played it. Yep. Jim's played it. Mm-hmm. I've played it a little bit, but we'll mm-hmm. start with you. Mm-hmm. You gave it a 9 out of 10 for videogamer.com. Yep. So you're obviously a big fan of it, I would say. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Really, really good. Cheers, Brett. Thanks it's, very much. It's massive. Well, if you let me finish, Simon, <laughs> I will tell you why I love it. But yeah, no, we don't. This is video games, don't you? Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. That's no, no, good. Go yeah. by opinion. It's, it's, I'll show you're working. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. One mark question. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. This game. There is. I started it again on the retail version mm. uh, a couple of days ago, and it's just absolutely huge. When you allow yourself to be distracted by everything that the game offers you rather yeah, than... Yeah, not be sort of worried about a deadline. Exactly, stuff, yeah. and just be focused on the main game and you just enjoy what it throws you away. There's just so much to do uh, away from, you know, the point-to-point getting on with the main quest. And there's so many people that you meet along the way that you just want to find out more about them. You know, there's so many interesting people and there's so much effort gone into the game where everything's yeah. voice acted. There's so much in terms of what you can do as a character with Geralt in you know the decision you get to make 
And be- what I like about it is that, like like I said in the the review and in the videos that we've done, is that the dialogue choices are all presented to you in the same way. There's no green's good, red's bad, yellow's the one in the middle. It's all a case of what you think is the right choice in that moment. Mm. And when I played The Witcher 2, <laughs> when I played The Witcher 2, I had made the mistake of not really following as or paying as much attention as I needed to to the the undertones and the tensions that there were within the, the city and the people that I was interacting with. So when it came to a decision, I was just going with the one that I thought felt less yep. inappropriate. And when you got that split second, when you got the timer running down, I was like, oh, I'll go with the left one. Yeah. You know, and I never knew if I was making the right decision. Whereas now when I'm playing the game, and I've also made the decision where I'm playing it as I think Geralt would be rather than what I think is the right choice. I'm doing what I think Geralt would do in You're that role moment. playing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm... I'm Loser. My, it... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking LARP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. I know it's going to take me forever to finish, especially obviously when we've got work stuff to do when it comes to other games to play and so many games coming out in a relatively short space of time but it's one of those I'm definitely going to want to keep coming back to and I will spend I'll probably only f- get close to finishing it sometime around Christmas but that doesn't bother me in the slightest no, it's good, it's good to have a game to come back to mm. the thing that surprised me most about it is it's not how I thought it was going to be at all mm. I do feel like they've made strides away from The Witcher 2 to make it more accessible and make mm. it more I mean there are there's still so many systems in place mm. it's so PC focused that good grief mm. going into anything is like bloody hell why do I have to do this but it does feel a little bit more accessible yeah. it does feel a bit more like open world fun RPG game rather than mm. an intricate slog yeah. through you know European developers heads yeah I think being open world means that you never feel stuck because you can always take mission if you're the problem with The Witcher 2 that I had was you was always stuck in a certain environment you know there was only a certain amount of missions you could take on before you had to complete one of them whereas now if there's missions that you aren't particularly fond of at that point or you you aren't engrossed in then you can just go to another city and see what they've got to offer and do that for a little while Mm. then come back once distractions exactly and then once you've leveled up you can come back and do those slightly tougher missions at a canter because you're a better character at that point so there is a case of you never feel stuck in one particular area for you know longer than you need to if you aren't like I remember in The Witcher 2 I can't remember what name the area was but I was with the Scoia'tael elven characters i wasn't really enjoying it but i was i had to mm. plow through yeah, there's it, nowhere so. else to go yeah exactly that, that that is basically the problem with the first two witcher games mm. because they're they're sort of semi-linear yeah so, you know you just progress but you know you finish one area and then you get the story just moves you along to the next one and then you got to do everything here and yeah. then you move so you when you're stuck in an area that's just not a nice place to be mm. you've just got to deal with it throughout and that, that's usually the point where I've, I've given up on them because like in the first witcher game there's there's this massive section where you're just trudging around the swamp yeah. for hours and it's it's crap mm. and um you know when you eventually get through it when you get back to the city and and have have other things to do a lot of the stuff keeps sending you back into that same yeah, swamp. Exactly. So you just never escape it. But it's such a good balance this time around because, you know, you, you, there's, there is a massive swamp. There's a, quite a few massive swamps, mm. but you, you, you're not trapped there. Yeah, yeah. You can go back to Novigrad. You can, it's really weird, actually. You can feel like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my feet up. I'm going to go back to Novigrad, sit in a tavern for a while. Yeah. Even, even, yeah. Though, even though you're, you're a dude playing a game and it shouldn't make any difference because it's not actually you but in the swamp. That's the beauty of the world, isn't it? Yeah. It, it makes you feel 
like, like I say, it makes you feel like you're actually playing a role and you can do that kind of stuff. It yeah. doesn't feel yeah. out of place because that's the point. I mean, I only played it for a couple of hours, but I'm starting to think this is the game I wanted Dragon Age to be. Mm. Again, still too many. I mean, like, you know, this is too. I mean, everyone going that they want this from an RPG like that, but there's too much to do in menus for me. Mm. I, like, I like a certain amount to do in menus, but good grief, does The Witcher go right? Do that, and you do this within that menu. Too much fucking then. screen furniture. Yeah, as well. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the start where it goes. This is the tutorial. Fuck <laughs> off! I know how to jump. Like I hate. I can't stand it, and I I can't stand any professional games designer not go. Surely there's a. Imagine if Rockstar Games had that big moment, right? Welcome to this wonderful world, guys. Now I'm going to tell you everything about it. It's like the paperclip from Off. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think you're writing a letter. Fuck, it really is that, isn't it? We haven't yeah. evolved since that, and that's a yeah. joke. You're trying to kill a man. Do you know you can do this? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> but Jim, you like it, right? Oh, I love it. I totally agree with, with, with Rhett's score as well. Of course you do. You it's a fucking, solid fucking You name. wanks, it your big fantasy fucking, hats on. Solid, load I of couldn't shite. stand I like the first hit. two Witcher games. I couldn't fucking yeah, I hate no, them too. I played I really it for 10 do. minutes when Brett went out to go to the toilet, Yeah, and uh, I immediately got the horse to run off, and I thought, you know what? I kind of like this because it's like Red Dead but you've got a sword. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, it, it, I mean, it is SEO. You can't pretend that it's not but it genuinely is a bit like Red Dead meets Dragon Age. Mm. I'd say it's not as good as Red Dead because Red Dead main character is just Red so Age, good in the atmosphere. Dragon Dead. Dragon Dead, yeah, it's good. But I, mean, I do think, like I say, definitely the game I wanted Inquisition to be mm. and definitely has that red kind of, kind of vibe and it's been so long since Red Dead. Oh, it's a Inquisition 2 Electric Boogaloo. It's the. I mean, it, I've been thinking of it. That this is the game I wanted the first two Witcher games to be. This is, this yeah. is the game mm. that you know. You look at the box, and and that's what you imagine. But mm. then the reality was sad. I know the first two Witcher games have their fans, but those fans can bite me. But this, <laughs> this to me, they're gonna eat your shorts as well. <laughs> but I was trying to be a, the first thing that came into my head was really bad. <laughs> it's a bit like what Fallout Three was to a lot of people. They didn't mm. really play the first Fallout games. I like the idea of them, but they mm. never went into it. Then Fallout Three was like, "Hey, look, now with this big accessible game, but with all the stuff that you like from the previous ones." So, yeah, yeah. Um, I th- it kind of felt like that to me. I think far more people than I imagined could sit down and play this and yeah. go, yeah. "Oh, wait, this is really good." Yeah, uh, it kind of is. I mean, it's not. Are you? Mm, no, I'm not going to say it. I take it back. I don't believe it. You see, um, it's, they've, they've, they've pulled off the trick. It. I think of they've made it a lot more accessible, but they haven't made it less complex. They haven't sacrificed anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've the just thing. kind of streamlined what they already did have. Yeah, mm. you don't have to like the the alchemy and the crafting and stuff. There was a lot of times throughout the game for large chunks where I didn't have to engage in either of them. Mm. Like I, I played through for review and didn't craft a bomb, like in yeah. any of the alchemy because I really? didn't, I didn't need to use them. <laughs> You know, there was one side yeah. mission where I needed to use a bomb to get a, a monster, and that was the only time where I thought, okay, I need to go and find the materials to go and do it. But yeah. if you don't, you don't have to engage in any of that because there's enough things in the world that you can buy and make to get, you know, get along with it. it, it I mean, I, I find it does it does make it all the richer if you do engage with that. Mm. I mean, you can, you know, you can take on a Witcher contract and pretty much any monster if you know if most of the monsters, if you're good at dodging and yeah. you know, waiting for your openings and stuff you can just hit something to death yeah yeah eventually but it, it does become a lot more fun if you do the whole planning stage yeah and, exactly right you know go into the bestiary the bestiary tells you what it's vulnerable to you mm. make the oil oh that's wicked know. that the, i mean the bestiary so good yeah i mean yeah. It, it's you know there's this kind of procedural element to it that's really cool mm. as well that, that again like, as you say you don't 
necessarily have to engage in but yeah. you, you'll have a much better time if you do i think and i love that the uh the glossary and the like the character bios are written by dandelion who's one of the characters in the game as well because mm. he's not just this character's this they're from here yeah. this is their height weight whatever it's just it's written by a character in the game who's a bit of a wordsmith and then gives his perspective on everyone in the game as well and yeah. it's really good Oh, there you go. It Everyone's really the weird Witcher when, 3. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say it gets really weird when, when you start reading entries written by Dandelion that start referencing the fact, like, you know, because there, there's the entire sort of subplot that's about Dandelion. Yeah. So when when entries start getting added to the to the the journal or whatever yeah. it is that are, that are being written about his subplot so it all gets very meta mm. um oh, I like that. It, it's done quite well mm. but that that's from the i think that's from the first two games it was certainly in the second one that yeah it was dandelion sort of narrating yeah it was and, yeah because um, you find pages of his journal as you go through the yeah. game as well we're probably going to get shouted at by a lot of people who've read the books now it's gaming's game of thrones basically you should never release a product that you know, makes you rely on something else like the Witcher books. <clears throat> like, it's this too, it's too, you're asking too much of your audience then. You have yeah, to be yeah. a bit smart with it. Like, go read the Witcher. I don't want to do tough shit. Don't play our game. That's ridiculous. Game of Thrones yeah. people, you see them on, like, the book people, and they're like, well, this character's diverged from it. Like, yeah, because this is a different that's what medium. I don't get. Like, there was something that happened the other day that said, well, that's not in the books. But it's not the books. Have, yeah. just, it's like, you can do whatever you want. You, you could make up a character if you really wanted. Mm. I like, found my copy of The Godfather, the book, the other day. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember reading this. It was shit. <laughs> the book is fucking dreadful. Like, a lot of it, well not a lot of it, a, a minor plot is based around a, uh, a character having a surgery on their genitalia, essentially. Sweet. And there's, uh, all the characters are just expanded to the absolute max. Yeah. You know, yeah fuck all this crap. Yeah. Whereas Francis Ford Coppola went, right, cut all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Don't have time. Keep it simple. Even in three hours, don't have time. Have you read Trainspot in Burns? Nope. It's like the, the transition from that, from, from book to film is incredible because mm. it is just like, it's essentially taking the characters and the tone and pretty much discarding everything else. Yeah, That's, there's nothing wrong with using it's like, an adaptation. Exactly, yeah, it's just using cool. something as your jumping, yeah. jumping off block, and going right. Let's do our own thing with it. Go, you're not staying true to the books, All right? If I was read the books, if I was George Martin, what I would do is I go George Martin, take you for fuck. I go swimming through his cash. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but I say here's the new series, and it's just someone, but it's just a flat shot of the books, and someone just. Turning the page, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> giving you a little while to read the page, <laughs> and then going. If I was George <laughs> R. Martin, I'd pause say, now. You just, like Sky Plus pause it exactly. and read the page. There you go. Looking through my online bank account. That's what I do. No one cares. Still scrolling. Exactly. Still scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later, long, isn't it? <laughs> Brett, you've also been playing the Destiny House of Wolves DLC. Yeah. Um, I still haven't touched Destiny, so no. I don't really know even what to ask you about this, but just tell the world about it. Gee, how much time do you have, Brett? Not a lot. It's all spent <laughs> on playing House of Wolves and Witcher for work. Yeah, I went, uh, it came out yesterday at six o'clock. I put about two or three hours into it. Yeah. Um, I'm through most of the story bits, and I've got a few bits. Of, I've got a new gun and some armor stuff. And it's good, but it's that it case free? of... No, no. Oh, it, it's either twenty pound on its own or it's part of the first expansion pass Jesus that you get which comes with like Christ. Dark Below as well. So it's like thirty five pounds for the two. Ooh, that's a lot of money. And it's the it's the classic Destiny thing where it there's not a lot there, but there's a lot that you'll keep going back to if that makes sense. You know, there there's only five story missions. There's a strike, which is like the three player hmm. you go in as a group, do the it's a story mission but it's three player. Yeah. Um there's a new um 
three-player horde mode called Prison of Elders, and there's some other bits as well that I'm forgetting, but you have to complete the story mode to get the Prison of Elders thing. So I'm, I'm going to be jumping into that. And it, the story missions are really good. They're really entertaining. But again, you'll be done with those in a couple of hours, and then it's a case of just going back through them, completing and getting more items and stuff to upgrade your, your equipment. Yeah. And it's that classic Destiny thing of, because the, the fundamental gameplay is so satisfying, you don't mind that you're doing the same thing again. It's that classic bungee, 30 seconds of fun endlessly, going over and yeah. over and over again. And it's just nice as a Destiny player to have more stuff to do. Is it, unv- is, is it new environment stuff? Yeah. I guess well, so that's well, that kind of... That's, if you're enjoying what you're doing, you just yeah. want to do somewhere new to do it. It yeah. kind of gives you that. It's on the same planets, but new areas within yeah. those. that You sort of look back on yourself at certain points, that places you've already been to, but they're like alternate paths. So Is it but, worth 20 quid? It sounds, like, yeah, it sounds like a difficult kind of thing to rate yeah. because if they're still relying on the core gameplay you've got anyway, yeah, £20 yeah. is like half the price of a, of a game. That's the thing, because there's new enemy types, but they're variations of the ones there's already been. So Jesus. it's a case of, you know, as a Destiny player, you get more <laughs> things, but it's more of the same. I just need to, I need to play the Prison of Elders and I see do, how that works. I, I, quite like, I quite like the balls of Destiny's business model. It's like mm. a string of six ninety nine DLC for 20 quid. Mm. So How would you compare it to something that everyone is used to? Like, so Call of Duty will shift yeah. out a map pack. Not shift out, that's not fair, but we'll release a map pack nah, for 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> for 20 quid. And yeah. no one really moans about that. People are happy with five yeah. maps. Is it that much? You know, for a, Season for pass, a, for yeah. a prize. I mean, how does it match up to something like that? Do you feel you get enough out of that as you would... If if you're playing Call of Duty a lot and it's nice to have a new environment. Yeah, that's the thing. I reckon you'd put the same amount of time into a Call of Duty or Battlefield map pack as, or, you know, like the season pass as you would in Destiny, but yeah. you play them in different ways. So it's re- it, the, the problem that I have with Destiny is that the, the one of the biggest things about it is the raid mode where there's no matchmaking. You have to play it with a group of friends and it takes three hours to get through a raid. I can't do that. I can't sit and play a raid for three hours. So that large chunk of the game's lost on me and that's where some of the best rewards are. Yeah. I, I simply cannot do that. So there isn't one in the House of Wolves stuff. There's all it's more strikes and stuff. But I don't know. It's really tricky because you you're not. It's nice to have new stuff, but again, you're doing the same thing within the new stuff. If that mm. makes sense. So it's just I need to put more time into it and um, see what new stuff I get because there's a new. It's that classic thing of you get a new currency within the game and it's, I know that's going to be impossible to find so it'll take yeah. forever to put more yeah, in sounds like shit. <laughs> but uh, your only impressions are that you like it like yeah. it's a nice thing to return to yeah exactly it's just nice to have something new to do in Destiny yeah. that's the main thing Yeah, no one cares about Destiny I think a lot of people <laughs> actually do though. that's the thing well they do but a lot of people care about uh, heroin yeah, that doesn't mean you <laughs> really to be the relative merits no that's true but I do think a lot of people are excited about this DLC I'm they not. are I don't really care in about the shit. echo chamber of my Twitter feed a lot of people are uh, grown men who are like 40 should who should know better really <laughs> I'm like oh, it's gonna be a man oh, getting strangled uh, I, I'm, I imagine them getting strangled <laughs> like, like I, was at, I was at the event yesterday Destiny review verdict I hope they all get strangled I was at that event yesterday for the graphics card I just thought don't tell me that was the same reaction like, everyone in here has got to go every single there's only one person there that was like yeah the, the, this guy he knows what he's the doing. Test. Yeah, it was uh, it was Rich Ledbetter, wasn't it? He knows what he's doing. He's been around a block. I yeah. was like, I respect that guy. Rest of them dead. Fuck him. Mm. There you go. Uh, anything else you want to say about it, Brett? Or is that pretty much the, the? No, that was it. Yeah, that was pretty much. Like I said, I need to put a lot more time into it before I can even. All right, we'll chat about it next week. Yeah, Tell you what? I can't wait till the Destiny sequels announced because you know it'll just be wall to wall Destiny's child headlines, won't it? Oh, oh, I don't want that. Shite. 
Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, want I don't, any reference to fucking Destiny's Child. <laughs> Although apparently, apparently, yeah. Polygon actually did something quite good yesterday. Yeah. I know. I was I was appalled really, but um, where they reviewed some game and uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the strapline was Fofo Power Rangers, and I was like, ooh, ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. But it doesn't make that up for like strap line, yeah. for the rest mm. of the terrible shit they've been doing. One thing I do want to shout <laughs> about actually before we answer some question is now in the weird segue recorded on different days podcast <laughs> we talked about Splatoon mm. yeah. earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Steve Burns as we said you like Splatoon. I do. Not a massive chat because we did chat about it but you know this is not your type of game. What have Nintendo done to well, you know shift that, the plates? You know that really I'm not a big Nintendo <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah I forgot the quote that you used for um, that Nintendo uh, for Nintendo games. Well we won't go into it but it's not that I hate Nintendo I just hate its fans. <laughs> uh, however <laughs> Splatoon is really good. It is really it, it? It feels like a Dreamcast game made by Nintendo. That's yeah. the easiest way to describe it's it. Big sell burns. Yeah, and, and I was I walked into it like, oh, here we go, right? Because not because you know really you should have any preconceived notions, but it's nearly impossible when it's been played before by some quite big people and they go, oh, it's the greatest thing of all time. It's going to revolutionise all this shit. And you're like, all right, well, let's let's see. You know what? It's really fun. It, the mechanics of you being a squid and then having to spray the, the ink to, you know, in the multiplayer to win Turf War. And then that ink then becomes both your source of ammunition and enables you to move faster and traverse better and hence keep the cycle going of you spread the ink, you fill up on the ink, you move faster, you move... Because it's all about controlling territory. Yeah. It works really well. It's got a great style to it. So I'm just a bit worried about longevity at the moment. But, Yeah. Good, well done. But that fucking dinner tray that I have to use to play it, (laughs) like, I mean, it's got a cool little map in the middle so you can see how much territory you control. But the state of those trigger buttons. It's it's just massive. And it defaults to motion uh, motion control. (laughs) And I actually said... If it this forces great, yeah. me to play like this, I'll give it a three. Yeah. But you can turn it off. So that's good. But no, it's good. Look look forward to my review. All right. Well, next there week, we go. Next week. Um, as always, this is, I've just, I, don't, I don't know how long this conversation I think this conversation's dead, but we're going to run it once more anyway because I haven't come up with a new one yet, <laughs> and nor has anybody else. <laughs> so just go to the video game forums, find the podcast competition, and just do something funny with Kojima. There you go. Mm. And if you do that, you can win a voucher from shop2.net. What was that? <laughs> Shot to Dubnet up to the value of £50, which is pretty good. You can basically get a game. You get The Witcher 3 just by putting, I don't know, Kojima's head on a lizard or something. Do whatever you want. <laughs> just just I, so you know, that one won't win. It will now. Yeah. It really well. As I didn't pimp it at the start of the podcast, obviously, you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Find Video Gamer TV or VideoGamer.com and do those things that people yeah. are supposed to do. All right. Who wants to do some questions? Mm, yeah, right. Nah, it's not the, it's not yeah. Most I'll do the questions. Ever, but we've got a few. If we there. must. The first is from Mike Lawson, who says, have Miller's parents ever seen the Miller Report? If so, how did they react? Same with Jim and Tam. Now, the reason I picked this one is, no, my parents have not seen it. I don't really think they understand what I do. <laughs> but your dad, I know, at the very least, has seen Tam McLeish or Oh, he's not asking how Jim and Tam react to the Miller Report. No, no, I think he means... I think he means your... What the fuck is this? I think he means your parents. And you, I have seen tweets and you've mentioned in passing that your dad watches the stuff. My parents have never... They watched one thing we did. I can't remember what it was, but that was a very long, very long time ago. Otherwise, was they have no clue. Was it the no Crew 1080p? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> no it wasn't. My dad uh, doesn't quite understand what we do either. Um, 
My 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 dad works with a lot of people who are like a lot a lot younger than him. Yeah. Who who know of the stuff. Um and uh so he he tends to whenever we do something that that does particularly well or whatever. Um, he usually gets to know about it from his colleagues taking the piss out of him. It's <laughs> amazing. So that's, amazing. That's his relationship. Is it like Zoolander? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Look at what my son's yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing makeup again. But yeah, he, it's um, he's yeah. I mean, there's been a few a few times when there's been Tam McLeish videos getting watched in his office, and he's just been like, "Oh fuck, that's my son." <laughs> <laughs> does he like it though? I mean, does he like them? I don't know. Yeah. I, he's, he's, I think. My, my dad is one of these people though even when he's even when he's really happy about something he he, he seems perturbed or right, annoyed right okay, yeah I get it so I can never tell you just he's one of these guys who just goes through the world looking like he's fucked off about something <laughs> so I can it's never tell him. I think the the big <laughs> <laughs> I think the big one I'd have if my dad saw especially is because my dad is a real journalist <laughs> he's been on he used to be on TV and stuff so I think if he saw me doing that he'd be appalled I think it, I think I think in his head he likes the fact that he knows I'm a journalist you know keeping it keeping it in the business kind yeah. of thing but then if he watched it he'd be like oh no this is not what I thought was happening so my uh, all my family have watched the old Dar that Jim and I did and I, I remember because whenever my mum I've shown my mum some of the videos that you guys have done she's that classic thing of watching two minutes and then just think oh that's right, I've watched technically I've watched it so that's enough. That's yeah, supporting yeah. my family. Yeah, exactly. And I remember giving her the iPad and sort of putting the old dar on. And I left the room so I don't like to, you know, go brush my teeth or whatever, get ready. <laughs> and then I, I was outside the bedroom and I didn't hear any noise. I thought, oh, she's turned it off again. So I went in and I walked in and she was crying. She had tears running down her face. Yeah, and she Brett. couldn't control Look herself because she was laughing at Jim or old dar trying to pronounce the name of the game that we was playing or one of the spells that we yeah. were cast. And she yeah. couldn't control herself. She was just in there. Pride. Laughing. <laughs> Mother's pride. Yeah. What did she think about you blowing your nose into the vest you oh, were said, She said, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, she's very right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I even went and visited my aunts as well and uncles and they all said the same thing as well and they said they loved it as well, which was oh, really nice good. to hear. That's cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Before I forget, this has just popped into my brain. It's a very weird thing to do, but in case, I think he listens to this, some guy stopped me in the tube a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and just shouted my name and went, and I was so unprepared for it that I think I was a bit rude to him. So I think his name was Joe. I can't remember now. It was a couple of weeks ago. But Joe was listening to this. That was very nice of you. And I apologise. That was a bit weird. It just took me Did he do it in the Steve sort of... Yeah, it was a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that just came Did he lean out from a corner I was going to say, well. lean, no, he didn't, no, leaning no. into the carriage. <laughs> Brett Claxton. Um, oh, sorry, go on. I was going to mention as well. Sorry, my... Um, I, I don't know if anyone remembers a couple of months... Uh, last year, quite early last year, I did a Teespring for Tam McLeish t-shirts. And about, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. so About 30 of them got bought and really? uh, two of them went to my mum's house. So oh, she runs so a guest yeah. house. That's nice. She's serves breakfast to people wearing my fucking face on her <laughs> that's, that's my son on that note actually again we'll tie all this in if anyone would genuinely be interested in video game merchandise you have to let us know because we'll start doing it if there's a demand for it but we're not yeah, going to do yeah. it just to appease our own egos that would be mad if people actually want it we'll do it but you've got to tell we'll us we'll make you an action oh, figure man. and you can press the buttons and it'll say like phrases oh, fucked it <laughs> Miller, can you imagine? so much money to produce can you imagine being we'll on the, the tube box. you imagine Miller on the tube and he turns around and he sees somebody wearing a black t-shirt that says if you don't know the score I don't know what I'd do uh, try probably 
<laughs> just run away. But yeah, because a, a few people mention it in passing. <laughs> yeah. A few people mention it in passing, but to genuinely, you know, to get the stuff, we have to know. There's no point making it if nobody wants it. So mm. let us know. Uh, Brett Claxton, friend of video gamer, says, "What's your favourite simulator game? For example, Flight Simulator, Farming Simulator, Kerbal Space, Football Manager." I thought you may mention that. You're a big fan, right? It's fucking amazing, that's why. Literally you have to launch a rocket. And it's not shite like all those other ones. <laughs> like, oh, I'm driving, a, I'm driving a truck down the fucking M4. Nine. I don't know. I'm not a driver. I've got I, a guy the, for that. The reason but, I um, picked that question is because I remember I used to quite like, somewhat depressingly, the, um, oh, literally the name has jumped out of my head, the farming games. Oh, Farming Simulator. No, no, they had the, uh, Harvest Moon. Oh. Like before Simulator. <laughs> I actually used to muck around with them a bit, which is Pain depressing, really, isn't yeah, it? Because they're Harvest useless. Moon was all right. What was that, that, that sort of sci-fi one they did on the PSP? What was that called again? PSP, mate, you're joking. <laughs> What's <laughs> that? Well, I played that a sci-fi one a simulator game. No, it was it was Harvest Moon, but it was set, but it was had in a future. space. The classic thing about ideas, <laughs> put it in space. Yeah, it, it, was in, it was in a futuristic <laughs> setting, basically. It was, it, but it wasn't called Harvest Moon. It okay. was same people. Like it was basically Harvest Moon, but it was <laughs> called something else. I met the guy who uh, made Harvest Moon once years ago when I was still working on magazines, and he seemed to never want to make. He looked so depressed, he was so miserable talking about Harvest Moon. He's like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> and then soon after, he quit. Really? Yeah. 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 And then he started sense. making Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, yeah, I guess football manager. Football manager. Yeah. How, <laughs> how many hours total would you say put into those games? Oh, easily. I put a hundred hours in each year, and I've played it Fuck since it. like the 90s early Fucking 90s hell. so where'd you get your time from <laughs> yeah. I was a kid you've got a machine that gives you more time than other people surely because you're just like oh, I'm just going to put 600 hours into well, well, three tonight. but hold on Brett this story doesn't make any sense mm. so you said since the early 90s but, well, you, were, championship but you were born in 1990 right <laughs> So yeah. were you some sort of well, fucking I played championship manager in ninety five and that preternatural fucking football genius. I did well, I, I bought championship manager that with my mates. We all used to play it at, no, like around no, each other's house because no. my mate had the PC. So I used to oh, go around there obvious we used to lies, do a thing where <laughs> Obviously I remember after I finished Mega Man when I was six months old. <laughs> did you do that thing when you used to play it with your friends? You used both like, right, we both promised we won't bid on the same player and then your mates to come in no absolutely fucking role plays that as yeah, well no, it's it's like, I was playing you, Doom motherfucker <laughs> like me and my mates used to play championship manager or football manager whatever the like when they did the switch yeah. say right make sure right, that's it gentleman's agreement do not bid on the same player and then obviously Ronaldinho whoever it was all bit massive bidding war on the same player outbid whoever it was Man United whoever got Man United that was it they won <laughs> my <laughs> favourite memory of those games is champ manager 2 97-98 season where you could just, um, I can't remember how you did it now, but there's a way you could sell your worst player for like a hundred million pounds. Oh, yeah. So I would yeah. just do that at the start of every game, just go buy the best players. Amazing. <laughs> best game. Jenny M, I think I understand what she's saying, but we should talk about Doom anyway. Jenny M says, can't promise good, but what else has Doom really got to give us? So I think she means what I we don't, expect from Doom. So if it wasn't for Wolfenstein, I would be saying now that this Doom. Uh, it's not made by the same people, is it? I know, but. Okay. I was surprised at how good or how well they updated Wolfenstein. But not even Doom 2, which was made by the same people who made Doom in the same style. Not a fucking year after was anywhere near as good as it. Doom exists so perfectly. I don't want I don't want another Doom. Doom 3 is shit. Well, the you do- want, you've got a torch. <laughs> what is that about? Because well, survival horror was big at the time. So it's like, hey, we should tap into that. But mm. Doom survives on the fact that it's doomed, do you know what I mean? Like, it mm. came across, it came along the right, right time, uh, right place, mm. and did something different, and it was fucking hell. So, well, the Doom name sells. But yeah, I played the original Doom, and I don't think any other... Do- Doom 3, 
would have been alright if it was called something else I think I think it was okay but it wasn't a Doom it, but game the thing with the thing with Doom uh, this new one it has to run at like a thousand miles an hour yeah. Yeah. Doom's a rhythm action game yeah. Doom's Metallica the game we talk about this all the time <laughs> it starts with a fucking Metallica riff essentially yeah. oh definitely and then just asks you to run around as quickly as possible killing shit mm. Doom 3 but it won't be that will it read these it, logs ooh something what if they do it like there. Wolfenstein though and put a narrative in it and make it paste for but lack of a better what term I, what I like about Doom is that it doesn't have one this is the thing like I said at the start of this tirade uh, I would be completely dismissing it if it did not have uh, if if Wolfenstein had not been updated so well yeah so let's see however come on come on <laughs> also just play Brutal Doom yeah, just play Brutal yeah, Doom yeah. There you go. Did you see the uh, the news story yesterday of the original plans for the remake of Doom, where it was basically Call of Duty Doom? <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. There was oh, a, there was a CGI trailer that leaked that uh, it was the original plans when they were going to remake Doom in the first instance, and it looked like Call of Duty Doom, and it was terrible. It was really bad. Luckily, that wasn't the one. That this is going Call to be. of Duty Doom. Yeah, colon Doom. Jim, you played Doom. Oh yeah. I liked him. Do you excited about Doom Four? That original one, obviously. That you know, that started it all. It's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was. It was <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it was. It was. It was a fuck. It was a real like. It was the first like real moment I remember in gaming. Like, yeah. Fuck. This is the Doom. moment before you played Doom. Yeah. The moment after you played. This Doom, is fucking changing everything. Yeah. Um, but everything since then has just been fucking pissed I thought Rage was better than Doom 3 a lot of people like Rage so, yeah. a lot of love for Rage I gave it 71% or something do you stand by that now? I do because well I played it on I PS I think it's a good score I though. played it on PS3 and have technical issues on PS3 yeah, yeah. really bad ones mm. And I just thought it was boring as balls. Yeah, I thought it was a big world I'm to do. But yeah. I thought what Rage really nailed, though, was that... Shotgun. Well, I had a really good shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of similar to the de- to the, the Bungie's you know, 30 seconds of fun, fun thing. Just just the act of, you know, aiming and shooting the gun was brilliant. Yeah. Like, they got the actual core of it. Mm. It was spot on. Just, yeah. The game around it was piss, mm. but... They really, they really nailed. Yeah, that hence my side quite good score, Jim. Yeah, the best thing about um, I've forgotten the name of it. We've just said it. Rage was the fact these are the people that invented you know shooting multiplayer, basically. So what do they do? They put some weird driving games. Their multiplayer. Mm, I couldn't believe some drive them up. It's just like what is this crap? That was bad. It was really bad. I remember when they announced that. I was at the event. They announced that you could hear the audible gasp in the room, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" That <laughs> was go. just you in Doom. Yeah, just me. <laughs> Why do you? I car? didn't care actually. In Doom, you sprint is always on. You run at the same pace as a car moves. <laughs> like you can complete the first level of Doom in something like eight seconds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Tim asks, "Can you shed some light on how game?" reveal exclusives work like <laughs> no. do those sites and magazines pay the dev to reveal it or what it kind of comes down to well in the developer usually and the way it used the way it used to work on magazines as burns and i can attest to is you would basically pitch for it that's how it worked you know if you knew a game was coming out you'd ring the pr or the publisher or whatever and you'd say look i can give you the front cover of the magazine eight page feature i need from you cover art I don't know, an interview or your screens, mm. things like that. And um, what it used to come down to sort of, you know, back in the day was, well, we're not going to go with you. We're going to go with official magazine because they sell three times the amount. Yep. Now, I don't really... Game exclusives are... It's the same thing, really. It's about who's your mates, really. I mean, if we're being honest, like if Game Informer gets something, I presume it's because, let's say, this is all obviously, I don't know this for, for a fact, but I'm pretty sure it's because Activision will have done a cover with them 
you know, the year before. It went and well. got massive. Yeah, it went well. They got loads of engagement from it. So they go, well, let's do it with them again because we got all the traction we wanted mm-hmm. out of it. So it works for Game Informer because people are going to go look at Game Informer. And it works for Activision because their game gets a lot of buzz. And that's it now, really. In a world where magazines aren't... I still like magazines. I think they're awesome. But mm. they're not the sort of the powerhouse they used to be. It doesn't really matter if you put a... You know, if, if you're off no. the cover of a... I mean, the There's a bit more democracy now, I think. I would say you so, know, yeah. back in the day when... So we were at... Uh, imagine and stuff and there was the Call of Duty covers and reveals and everything even Black Ops so official magazines like say we get it first yeah. and you know I think a lot of people think that it's the other way around like the publisher is like right call the editor exactly desperate no. like you were the music press in the 70s or something yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> but now it's like you know the editors had to pitch them yeah. but now you see all sorts that are reveal of you see all like for web you're not just going to go with one Site, so just yeah. with FIFA or whatever. There's loads and loads of people out of FIFA. I don't think any money is changing hands. Not in that sense. Like we will give you, you know, hundred quid or whatever if you yeah. give us this. I think it's more business deals. Yeah, and, and nothing sort of untoward. Literally, like you would expect. It's just like you know, you do this and then we'll advertise here, and you do that. Yeah. It's, it's not well, the front cover it, of a magazine is an advert. Well, of course it is. That's so, why people. That's why publishers still enjoy having. Um, covers on magazines is because it will sit in Smiths for four weeks mm. and even if people don't know they're seeing it they are mm. seeing it so it's subliminal but I don't think well not in my in my, in my um, experience anyway do you you know haggle over money or no, anything no I took like loads that. of backhanders even though I wasn't an editor I imagine <laughs> just did it anyway <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I just facilitated all these moves what yeah. Yeah. that's why there's about six contracts out on you isn't there? yeah um, a bit worried about some of those coming <laughs> in to be honest <laughs> I think the only the only big uh, in in terms of web the only site I see that does exclusives in the same way that old magazines used to and correct me if I'm wrong but it seems to just be the whole IGN first look thing. Gamespot have a Gamespot first, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and I assume that works in the same kind of way. I'm sure mm. it's a business arrangement that works for but, both parties. One hundred percent. IGN are fucking massive. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. exactly, it makes sense. sense. If you know, you know, you, you do this with us, and you'll get millions and millions of impressions like that works for us works for IGN yeah, so yeah. anything it's just you know it's kind of simple really like you'd expect it to work in other business it kind of works in this one as well uh, I can never pronounce this guy's name Miss MKN1GHT I don't know if you're supposed to announce it like that or M Knight or McKnight I don't know anyway <laughs> with GTA DLC still on the way would you like the story to progress or feature brand new characters I think it's too long now and they can't do story stuff now surely who would care I, well, well it's just come out on <laughs> PC hasn't it so no, but I mean, not not in terms of when I say that. I mean the story as we've been told in GTA Five. Oh, you mean I'm the not, story's been settled? Yeah, be, like, I, I would it, hope it was it was new. Well, like Lost and Damned or something like that. That's Ballad of Gay won. Tony yeah. is more enjoyable than the actual than GTA Four story. Yeah, but that's mm. fine. That's taking new experiences mm. and just setting it in that world. But in terms mm. of progressing the story, they already did. Be like, you've I done it. It's, you've yeah. wrapped, and I don't story, care anymore. You've this, done it. It's, it's over. It's, yeah. That story carries on after the credits anyway. Yeah, so there's a few, you know, a few Trevor missions talking about. Mm. So I wouldn't want them to do anything with the characters they've got. But if they want to, introduce I want to be them. someone really fucking rich. I want to be like the head of a fucking. <laughs> I want to be the head of Paramount Pictures, and I want to be buying property and fucking doing weird. Because that's what Gay Tony did really well. Yeah. Is that. Tony is an establishment figure. You know, he's not a thug or an underling. And even though you become rich over the course of GTA 5, you're still essentially on the run or whatever. You want to be someone who's, a, you know, a bit of a power player in a lot of the local stuff. That's what Tony did really well. So he could go to his club and then he had money troubles and all of this. And then yeah. the Russian gangsters got involved. So, yeah, I want something like that. Yeah, I take that. I want to come from, not from the bottom, but from the top. Mm. But is that going to happen? It's been a long time now. It no, has, no which makes you think that they're it. making it really good. Or they're making Red Dead 2. <gasps> <Yeah. gasps> Anybody else want anything from GTA? As I look around the room. 
I have to. I think. Yeah, I, I would like. Uh, I would like them. I'd like one last sort of go on that merry-go-round on on that GTA Five yeah. world with perhaps new people. Um, but to be honest, I'd, I'd, I'd just as soon sooner have GTA Six. Red Dead Two. Uh, Surely Red Dead Two or GTA Six. Yeah. Red yeah. Dead Two, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guess. Terrifying thought Imagine of the day. Red Dead Two is gonna be fucking incredible. It's gonna be hard so. though, you know. I mean, Red Dead is one of my favorite games ever. But without John Marston, who was such a people forget how he was a selling point of that game. He's such mm. a probably the greatest character in video games in sense of being a real person. Mm. It'll be Red Dead I Three, think. wouldn't it? Uh, Come on, Jim, shut up. <laughs> but I think that is their big Red challenge. Red Dead Redemption they, Two burns. Yeah, they they can they can do it because that's Rockstar have a track record of doing it. Mm. But replacing him and not making me miss him is going to be a huge a huge challenge what they'll do I'm telling you right now it'll be like the Godfather part 2 so you'll play as his son yeah and then you'll flash back in the dual yeah, timelines yeah. as his son attempts to make headway in the new world I'd like that and Marston kills people in the old world there you go boys off you go done thanks very much <laughs> do that Peter Major Brockstar listens to this and thinking oh fuck change yeah. everything scrap it yeah. 2019 they've now. seen the Godfather part 2 they know how that's done Peter McAllister, if you could let your 10-year-old self play any modern game, what would it be? Good question, that actually. Good question. Which You're 10 years old. <laughs> which? No, which right. of yeah. 30. <laughs> so the year is 1994. Yeah, it was a cold Late winter. 94. I actually really didn't like the year 1994. Didn't really get on with it. Right. It seemed a very boring year. 95. Fantastic. I think it was because in those days I used to live from, essentially, in terms of entertainment, from rest, from and to wrestling pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, right, you only got about four a year. And so in the middle yeah. of those, you're like, fuck, this is boring. Huh? <laughs> but um, any game. So any what, game. What was I really into in 1994? Road Rash. Road, Road Rash. <laughs> Stargate came out in 1994. The movie? Does, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think probably GTA Five, simply because he'd be like, the systems would be so... I don't... Alien. I just don't understand yeah. any Dual sticks. Dual, yeah. yeah, dual stick. <laughs> like, what the stick. hell is this? What's that one for? I'll leave it. Yeah, and it, it does so much technically that when you're used to playing fucking lethal enforcers, yeah. you're like, uh, You send a PS4 back in time to your 10-year-old self mm-hmm. who discovers that it is a, a black box that doesn't connect to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that it can't run the game. It's not updated. <laughs> Hold on, isn't that essentially the plot of... T- Terminator 2 <laughs> they find the chip but it's broken yeah. they've got to work out <laughs> technology advances on the back of that tell you what though you send the order back to 1994 mm. do really well imagine that people would love it well, I was just thinking yeah like I, I was I was been the year 2000 when I turned 10 pulp and I, and I choose a really shit pulp <laughs> I choose a really shit game but that was the year when FIFA... Do you remember that really bad Robbie Williams Ugh. intro music where the yeah. FIFA... The, like, it showed all the new graphics oh, yeah. on PS1, the, the facial animations, all that. It, was that, it animated Robbie Williams in the trailer. So, I think it was Sol Campbell was on the front cover. It was like, this is the new look FIFA. I was walking FIFA 15 on the table. There you go. Have a yeah, look at that imagine. one instead. Have a bang I'll tell on you that. yourself. Never forget explode. when these conversations come up. Never forget FIFA 96. When you saw it on a PC and like, oh my gosh, and you played on fucking snares and it's an isometric <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Didn't tell you that, did they? Absolute like job. Awful. Uh, Ghostwriter. E3 <laughs> is upon us. What often rumoured but never realised game would you like to see most? E.g. Last Guardian, Agent Half-Life 3. Or Dead 2. 3. Isn't Agent, isn't Agent still being developed? They have not cancelled, have they? Mm. In terms of who's, public... Who's is that? Rockstars. Is it Rockstars? Yeah. 
I'd love a, I don't think it's a Rockstar Spy game set in the 1970s. I think it's still come out. I think that's out. the game that I want more than any other ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still come out. That's so Rockstar. Remember that game you thought was cancelled? Nope. There you go. Go play Where it. the fuck is Bully 2 set in military school academy? Wasn't Where that, the fuck is it? Wasn't at one point that was it's like... That was real. The composer yeah. I'm doing it. Was it? Where the fuck is it? I never played Bully. It's only Rockstar game I never played. Yeah. Gotta get on that. It's yeah. fantastic. It's good smashing. Yeah. Even today. Because I've been thinking about it as well. Just get it on 360. But yeah. the... Uh, or PC. Mm. But the... Ah, oh, the music. It's actually really good. People yeah. very misunderstood that game mainly because of the title. But yeah, it's... Oh, what it has, what Bully has that maybe other games that Rockstar have made don't is it has that... It really captures that childlike joy of discovery. So you yeah. can't fucking steal any cars we can ride around your bmx and after <laughs> curfew people will start looking for you but the stuff you discover a bit like the goonies you know that magic where they they find the pirate ship we can find a pirate ship in in bully but you have to have that little bit of that childlike maybe there is something out there yeah. and then when you find it and there's a pirate on it you're like oh it's the best fucking game of all time <laughs> it's the best game but that's, that's, it's quite a serious game as well because when you start off and you play jimmy and he just gets thrown out into private school and boarding school and his parents are like, well, fuck you. And then a lot of that informs a lot of his actions throughout the yeah. game because his parents fucking hate him. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. I still never now. get over the fact they changed their name in this country to Kenneth Canham Edit. Can't Even, call oh, it yeah. Bully. But changing it from Bully to that is such a fuck off to almost yeah. everyone. It's like, yeah, you're going to change the Latin now. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but Bully's not a... It, 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 bullying is a real thing it's not like someone going to sit on a box and go oh, yeah I can bully someone yeah, yeah. it's just Bizarre. like it's just idiots though isn't it yeah. just idiots Colin Hughes I like this question because he's keeping it real I have 40 pounds what do I buy Bloodborne or The Witcher 3 Witcher Her- 3 heroin heroin <laughs> for 40 quid no. heroin don't buy heroin don't do not do that we'll still go around Jim he's got 40 quid he wants to buy the Bloodborne or The Witcher 3 Witcher 3 yeah you, I guess that's always going to be the way Bloodborne's a pile of shit <laughs> Good old, burns. good old Jim. These these burns parody accounts getting worse. Uh, I'd say Bloodborne. Yeah, it's just like choosing between children, but I'd say Bloodborne. Bloodborne. See, I'd say The Witcher Three, but I hate Bloodborne. So there you go. We haven't helped you at all, uh, Colin. So good luck with your forty pounds, Jonathan Tipper. Shall I get The Witcher this week or wait for the Elder Scrolls on PS4 for online play? That's Is that not worth <laughs> waiting? For? Well, this is why I wanted to bring it up. Don't buy the Elder Scrolls online over The Witcher serious. Three. Yeah, don't do that. And finally, Paul Nolan. Most of my keep shelf stuff that I don't trade in is Nintendo. No PS4 the order in there. Why is Nintendo so evergreen? To follow on, I can imagine blasting around Mario Kart 8 in 10 years' time. It will still be good. Same uh, same for Gears or the order? Nope. So there you go. Why does Nintendo stuff hold up? Because it's not necessarily... It's not a technical showcase, that's why. Yeah, Mm. a lot of their stuff is is mechanics-based. Plus, they only release three games a fucking year, so you've got to get your money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the fact is that, because Mario Kart 8 is essentially Super Mario Kart, really. Exactly. Mm. But the, that formula has never worn out. It's never mm. got old. Plus, Nintendo have never oversaturated it either. Yeah. Well, they do some stuff, but in terms of like they Mario do, Kart, they don't. They always say one game per console of that. Yeah, that so series. you will be playing Mario Kart in 10 years' time, but it'll just be Mario Kart 18. It'll be the same game. It'll just apply the techniques that have been taught to them from modern day, and yeah. they'll just keep doing it until... Yeah. And, like, and like Burns says, they never try and be... Uh, at the tip of the technological advancements, so we try yeah. to make sure that the foundations yeah. are as they always have been, and you know they yeah. still appeal to everyone yeah. who has played the first one or has <laughs> never played the game. So that's why you don't see people sort of banging on about Mario Kart Double Dash and shit, do you? It's always the latest Some people do. Yeah, Some people but... in this very office think Mario Kart Double Dash is the best one. They're incorrect. 
We'll have that conversation <laughs> another day. <laughs> I'm fucking insane. Nintendo fans. I can't stand them. Like, I can't believe they're still allowed to be a thing. It's really all fans. All fans are terrible. But, yeah, it depends. Mostly. It depends. But to Jim's point about people not going on about Double Dash, it's like when new entries of any annual or semi-new series comes out, it sort of makes the old one redundant. Whereas with Mario, you could stop playing Mario Kart 8, go to the the one before it and be like oh I can still play this and have fun and same with Smash Brothers or any of those get Mario World same but that's why it's because the foundations remain the same it's not mm-hmm. like they're they're improving on a formula but they're not disregarding what came before it I also think it helps they were developing games when technology was something you fought against rather than yeah. it helped you like if you're developing games <laughs> in the late 80s early 90s when you have to base things on you like what makes it good whereas Sony and Microsoft have always been in the HD era basically mm. I mean not the HD era but you know what I mean but yeah they were building to try and push the technology to its limits rather than yeah. work around and make the game first and then put it on the, the console and you know and just it for that there you go secretly everyone loves nintendo even if they don't admit it even stephen w burns hey look i've got no truck with nintendo right again the t-shirt you could buy for the fake video <laughs> game. Hey, i ain't got no truck with nintendo on the back stephen w burns speaks well i think that's it unless anyone's got anything else i want to talk about i think we can wrap this up uh, I, think, I think we forum. need to start doing the Burns report as a, as a counterpoint right. to the Miller report. I'll tell you, so I had a dream. I often have dreams about plane crashes. <laughs> um, usually I'm on the plane, but this time last night I was not on the plane. Driving it. I was in Driving Russia. it? Driving the plane. I was in Russia. They spoke, they spoke German for some reason. Yeah. And I was looking, I was looking for a cash machine. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. So you could probably put together all the various elements. Because you needed to work. buy a new watch. Because I, I know I needed money to get a, a cab back to where everyone was staying. Um, and yeah, I saw this plane just nose completely down coming out of the sky. And because uh, usually, you know, they don't just go nose straight down. And it went behind a row of houses and I was like, shit. And then it kind of bounced in a very cartoony physics, and it, some of it was flat. Like the aerofoil was still there, but the front of it was very flat. And it bounced back up, and then it, I thought, shit, now it's going to land on me. It didn't. So <laughs> that's essentially what I've been up to having dreams about okay. weird planes that bounce. You, but you think, why haven't they implemented that as a safety feature? Why don't you just make them put some trampolines on the bottom of them so if they come down, <laughs> that's a good question. they'll bounce back up. Maybe well, someone into aviation can answer this. Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, the cash machine was just around. Oh, and then I got to the cash <laughs> machine and I was like, right. And then it was all in fucking another language. I don't know what's going on in my brain. Unbelievable. There well, you go. If you want to hear more about Steve Burns' dreams, if you are a Video Gamer Community Club member, your extra bit is coming up. Do so do do stay, do. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> if you'd like to join, you just go to Video Gamer. No, you don't. You go to patreon.com forward slash Video Gamer, on Twitter at VideoGamer.com, on Facebook VideoGamer.com, on YouTube Video Gamer TV. Thank you very much for downloading us. Thank you very much for letting us into your lives. I've been Simon Miller, and I've been joined by Brett Phipps. Bye. Stephen W. Burns. Hello. Jim Trinker. Bye. See you in a week.